Hey, everybody, and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. This week, Jacob and I keep our campaign promise to support our middle-aged pop stars with a celebration of Gwen Stefani's baby voice, a pep talk for Jennifer Lopez, and a Groupon for Beyonce's boot camp. Let's make America great again. Five, six, seven, eight. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Howdy doody. I'm giving, yeah, I mean, look at look at this head of mine. I'm giving you some yeah. Tyrell, Tyrell, <laughs> 3T Jackson realness in the hair department. I'm trying to figure out a Halloween costume situation. Oh. Because Halloween is right around the corner. It's true. Followed swiftly by Christmas and then the 4th of July. Right, and I'm also planning my yeah. I'm I'm getting my Spotify Christmas mix together, <laughs> so I'm just doing it all. Got a I got a turkey in the oven as well. Multitasking. What? I'm multitasking this weekend. I'm trying to get all the Halloween holidays out of the way now. What are your Halloween options looking like? You know, I don't know because you know, I think the zenith of my Halloween costume game was when I uh, was Uhura from Star Trek. That really was. The- Top that was it. Pops. That was great. That was it. I could never come back. I can never get back to that point. I think Although, I'm done. Though I will say the year you went is at Dr. Addison Montgomery was also very good right in that Tracy Bingham wig. That's right. When I was Kate Walsh from Private Practice, that was a good one. But you know yes. what? People didn't really get that. People didn't, weren't in on the joke. They were like, "This is the worst drag I've ever seen." <laughs> Cause I really, but that was a point. That was the point of the joke, right? I didn't commit. There was no makeup. I just slapped this red wig on, <laughs> and I had scrubs on. And I was like, pajamas. I'm that girl. Yeah, I'm like, I'm that girl from Private Practice, and like people <laughs> just weren't. No, they were like, you're Tracy Bingham. They're like, you're Tracy Bingham. Where's your red Baywatch swimsuit? And I was like, I'm not Tracy Bingham. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. But you got a lot yeah. of use out of that wig. I did because then I cut it down and I, I molded it into a NeNe Leak special. Remember it, that? It was a NeNe Leak special. It was a Mary J. Blige special. Yeah. It I got into of, the dancery. You did. It was kind I of a Clay Aiken special for a second. Right. I was Clay Aiken running for Senate. See, well, maybe. See, I have a, I have a, a treasure trove of possible Halloween costume ideas right there. Did you ship your did you ship your trunk of costumes down to, down to <laughs> yeah. Mexico? Did I ship it down? No, I didn't. So I gotta figure it out. I think I might just go super, you know, classic with like some some old superhero situation, maybe. Oh really? I don't know which one yet though. Mm. Which of whichever one Amazon decides to ship the fastest, probably. That's true. You just you just click on a big box with a question mark, and it'll be a surprise from Amazon. You should right, be like exactly. the Chupacabra or Monster Mash or something like that. Oh, that's a good idea. There you go. Well, You're welcome. Well, what about you? Do you have any Halloween costume ideas? You know what? Every year I do the same thing because I can't really be bothered to actually dress up, so I don't dress up, but I tell people I'm Gina Davis. That's okay. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Right. And how does that go for you? Like, what, what's the reaction to that? <laughs> it's usually bewilderment. You know, you could utilize your, your dreads and you could be Queen Patra, you know? <laughs> Queen of the pack. Um, Queen could, of the pack. 
That's true. That's true. I could. I could work on whipping my hair back and forth, but the truth is I probably will not. Yeah. Halloween is like low key my least favorite holiday. It probably ties New Year's for holidays I just don't want anything to do with. Yeah, I used to be that way too, but then I dressed up a little bit. And again, I was a horror and everyone loved it. And I was like, ah, you need a you need a show stopping Halloween costume. You should call Heidi Klum up because she's the one that really is the master of all Halloween costumes and get ups. Yeah. She always nails it, right? She does. Every she goes over the top. I think that's what broke up her marriage with Steel. Steel was like, I'm not dressing up no more, woman. I, I can't do this one more year. And then he kicked I've a soccer ball through a window. You know. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but she's like, that's fine, because I can't listen to that song again. Don't you have any <laughs> other singles? You know, actually, I think I just read that he did ha- he does have a new single out right now. Is it a Starbucks exclusive? I think it probably is a Starbucks, the free download with a cappuccino. <laughs> it's actually called cappuccino. <laughs> oh, so, sure. Go check it out. Very soothing. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with my Halloween game. I don't really have a Halloween game right now. Hopefully, in the next couple of days, I will have secured the proper costume and the okay. proper getup. All right. Well, TikTok, you're almost just like two weeks away. I know. What am I waiting for? Speaking TikTok, of which. TikTok. Yes, that's what. What's my yeah? Yes, (laughs) find that key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm saying yes because it sounds like Gwen Stefani is finally back. She's my queen. She's my pop star. This is my pop star. Like she is the epitome for me. She's great. She could be your costume. You could do a good Gwen Stefani. I. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because I could. You know, I love, I love, I love her music. I always have been a big fan of hers. I love that boozy woozy baby voice that she uses <laughs> on a lot of her tracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just, uh, I just looked at YouTube this morning, and she has a like. Well, this is allegedly going to be her new single, and it's sort of like this post breakup with Gavin power ballad called "I Don't Love You Anymore," and I'm here for it. Is it called "I Used to Love You." I it I used to love you. I think it's less hostile than I don't love you anymore. Oh, it's called I used to love you. Did I say I don't love you anymore? Yes. yes oh, okay. <laughs> it's used to love you. My bad. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I don't love you anymore. Yeah, that's a little harsh. <laughs> I hate your face. Like new from Gwen right. Stefani. I listened to a little bit of it. It's basically um don't speak 2.0. Yeah, I like that, and I'm here for that because you know she tried to release a few. Well, you know, like the the new kind of term in this day and age in the music scene is like buzz singles, but they only call them buzz singles when the single that they released didn't really make any traction. Right. Like she had two buzz singles that didn't really kind of land anywhere. Because at first I was really excited last year and she was like working on an album. And then the first single that she released uh, was, was kind of uh, like a, a Rihanna, Dr. Luke kind of knockoff called like Baby Don't Lie. Was that the one she had with Pharrell as well? No, that I'm... one was called Start the Fire. I yeah. tried to support those really hard. You know, I try to stand. But at the end of the day, I was like, this is not the Gwen Stefani I know and I love. But this one is. But this one is. It feels, it kind of has that really kind of emo, like Return of Saturn feel to it. I like it. I like it a lot. 
I really like that we've sort of taken up the um, responsibility of supporting our 40-something pop stars. Yeah, we, hey, you know what I realized too, last week I was a little, some some of those Disney kids obviously peed in my Cheerios. I, was, <laughs> I had opinions and I wanted to talk about them and I was like, these youngins. <laughs> Did you, you think know, there like, wouldn't be any backlash? I was like, get off of my lawn. I was I told I wanted all the children to get off my lawn. And then they egged your house. Basically they egged my house. But you know, you have to realize I'm like I'm a person of a particular age, uh, an older man of a particular age, and sometimes you just don't understand the kids. Yeah. And you just have to you have to come to terms with that. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Is that your apology to the Disney set? Yes, that is. I have no apologies. Please accept Jacob's <laughs> apologies. I'm not sorry. These damn kids, get off my lawn, turn down that You're music, wow. pull up your pants. Pull, pull up. Oh, my gosh. You gave them all. You told them all what to do. <laughs> now, I understand the children. I understand the children. But, you know, sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, right. and you don't want them on the lawn. So, yeah. So, I under, I, I, I've, I've come to terms. I had to come to Jesus moment. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about. You know, we're kind of supporting our uh, our older uh, our older pop stars here. Can we? Speaking of our, our our older pop stars, can we just take a moment to give Jennifer Lopez some some support as well? Because I think she sure. needs it. Why? What's going on with Jen? Well, she I guess gave an interview this week where she admitted to having insecurities about her vocal ability. Oh, which <laughs> you know, let's not really. Yeah. Okay. Well. You know, no one will ever be able to take away Waiting For Tonight from her. Because that was my going out to the club, get ready beat, you know? Right. That's you were on the six. You, I was on the six, the green laser light show in mm-hmm. the jungle. I was totally here for it. Her voice, what do you say about that? I'd say her voice is not great that is no secret but having mm-hmm. a good voice is not um necessary it, to the pop equation in fact it almost works against you if your voice is it, too good if you I look agree. at your like your britney spears your janet jack i mean these these artists don't have great voices mm-hmm. um her i think <laughs> what sort of threw her off is that mark anthony got into her head and was like you know what you're a really good singer and you should really play that up yeah, you um, should focus like, on not a some, some heavy hitting ballads. You should really test your melasma yeah. <laughs> and, and run a few chords and, mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, show your, your power your powerhouse vocals on this yeah. on this like emotional track. But it's like don't do that. I mean, I think if anything, I mean the vocals aren't her strong suit, but I think it's testament to how fantastic of a performer she is that she's actually still held the attention of people and for almost 20 uh, years for 20 years that's that's that because i I think that says a lot it does it says a lot she i guess in this interview she said i'm very insecure about my voice Uh, after being told for so many years that you're not as good as the this person or that person it beats away at your insecurities i always wanted to be a singer and a dancer but when they start dissecting you like that it does work away at your insecurities she's like you know i'm like wow i thought i was good at this it does get mm-hmm. to you. I'm only human. Yes, fair. But the thing is, Jennifer Lopez is not human. She's she's a machine, really. She's, she's like a this, triple threat. Don't you forget. She's like, she's this otherworldly sorceress of like media hustling. 
Mm-hmm. And for almost 20 years, she's been a mainstay on like every screen, every digital device, every reflective surface there is, which is amazing because honestly, she is not the most talented. She is stunningly beautiful. Yes, she is she's not a gorgeous. great singer. She's not the best dancer, although she sort of leads with that. She's not a great actress, but um, mm-hmm. but she think. has staying power, and I think that her resurgence, you know, after signing on with American Idol, was an amazing uh, feat. And I think that she should be applauded for it. Benny Medina should be applauded for it because he is the wonderkind. Yeah, of 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 keeping keeping J Lo relevant and hot and fresh, and that is another reason that I love American Idol because it gives our like our older pop stars a second chance. What it did for Paula Abdul, yeah, it really did kind of put her in a new in a new in a new place in terms of her her pop cultural position. Can we talk about the Jennifer Mo- Jennifer Lopez moment just before American Idol happened? We always have to go back to this. We because, always I do mean, because well, we live this together. I mean, this, this is together. really, this was the danger point. This was the, <laughs> he was in the danger zone, uh, metaphorically and literally because. Her whole career was hanging in the balance. I mean, oh. yeah, she's had a lot of success now and she managed to like parlay all those fly girl mule kicks into full fledged like movie stardom. But, right. But the American, it was the American movie, uh, the American Music Awards, right? It was the American Music Awards in 2010. She tried to um, sort of recapture the magic. In 2001, remember when she released, she had the number one movie and the number one album in the country with The Wedding Planner and and J-Lo, her second album. In 2010, she tried to recapture that magic by releasing a single, Laboutin's. After her buzz single, like we were talking about earlier, uh, Fresh Out the Oven failed to catch on. Because Laboutin's like that, back then, Laboutin's were like the new, the new thing yeah, for everyone. new hot red bottom thing. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to sing about these shoes. <laughs> and I'm also going to release a movie at the same time. And I'm going to recapture that magic. Right. What was that movie? The movie was like, uh, it was another romantic, it was uh, the backup plan. It was another romantic comedy and it was a disaster. And she went on the American Music okay. Awards. She did this Rocky themed boxing she performance. She thought she was Rocky Balboa. She, she had a tight cornrow in her head. And it all went well until <laughs> she decided to walk up the staircase of human bodies. <laughs> and then she did like a wheelhouse kick off of the top dancer, landed and really, <laughs> truly busted that ass in front of all of America to see. And it was devastating. <laughs> it was truly I think we were in the living room and we were like holding our breath. We were like, oh It sucked the air right out of the room. It did. Everywhere. Like no one could breathe. It was a total vacuum. <laughs> but she, uh, she jumped up. And she went on with the performance because she is used to, you know, being knocked down and getting back up. She's a professional hustler. So, but now she's got a lot going on. I guess American Idol is ending. Yes. Uh, but she's got something else in the pipeline. She has a new show on NBC where I believe she plays a cop and it's called Shades of Blue. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. No? Hard no. Good luck to her in that venture. Movie stars on television. It's not really it's, a formula that works out well it's worked you know well it's worked for our girl viola have you been That's have true. you been keeping up with how to get away i have been keeping up with how to get away with murder this season yeah i'm, I'm gonna say my most improved award 
for the for the week goes to the hair and makeup team of How to Get Away with Murder because Viola's looking really really yes. good. She's always she always looked really good, but her hair game, the makeup game, it looks great. That new um, installation is looking good on yeah, top it's of her head. Good new system. It's a good new system, and she looks great. And the story. I personally have been enjoying the storyline this season, and I I don't know. I think it's uh, Emmy number two. Here we come. I don't know about that. I think the shock of that that first Emmy when we saw her in her natural state with the hard hair and the s- struggle lighting, um, I don't think they're going to reward that a second time. That's like lightning in the bottle. It is lightning in the bottle, and I know they've been going back to that little maneuver uh, a few times this season already. Um, where mm-hmm. like, you'll see her in in the wee hours of the morning or late at night, where she's talking into her little uh, dictaphone, giving notes on the right. cases with her head wrapped up and her her eyebrows scrubbed off, and eating some like yo play yogurt and looking at like crime scene photos. Who does that? <laughs> um, I'm still okay, but I still don't understand Bonnie. Like, who is Bonnie? Bonnie just creeps me out. She gives me the, the creeps. Yeah, she's like squirrely number two, lurking in the shadows. Annalise doesn't seem to like her. Yeah, she's always mad at her. She's like, what do you want? you bring me his problems. Figure them out. But I think that next week they're finally going to give uh, a little, shed a little bit more light onto who Bonnie is with her kind of origin story. I think it's called About Bonnie, actually. So hopefully <laughs> we will... I'm serious. I, I think we're going to get a little bit more of her backstory, which, thank goodness, I really hope they explain all this. Because she's just, like, creeping in the side, like, with a little in the corner, yeah. like, you know. And she's with Spencer. She's not with Spencer. And I don't know. She's so, an and, Annalise and rescue Spencer, project, right? She, ha- she must be. She's right. like a, a rescued dog. Exactly. Now, did you realize that the actress that plays Bonnie was actually... No, no. But she was actually on Scandal first season, and she was the the pregnant girl that the president allegedly oh. had an affair with. And that, that was her. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Dude, I didn't know. Now I, I want that, that to be her origin story on how to get away with murder. Right. So there's like a full crossover yeah, that they killed her, but they didn't really kill her. There's nothing I want more than a how to get away with murder scandal crossover because I need. Viola and Carrie Washington to be in to the same scene. That's definitely happening, right? Do you think that ever happen? Certain of it. I think it won't. There be was okay. There like was season a... five, but it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Season five sweeps. I can't imagine that ABC would pass up the opportunity to capitalize on that synergy. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be It'd great. Be huge. What else is going on TV? Did you see the, the the like the promo photo for The Wiz? Yeah, The Wiz live on NBC. I don't like that we're going to have a live musical event every year. Yeah. Didn't, did you watch any of them before? Did you watch um, any of them? I watched some of Peter Pan last year. Because, ha- oh, with because Alice how, after they released that promo photo of Allison William in like boy drag. How, As a drag yeah, king? How yeah, how could you not? How could you not look at that? I did not in to see how that looked in motion. So I, I did watch some of them. Right. Um, and I didn't. Was she any good? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Don't remember. It. Didn't retain any of it. <laughs> and the one before that was what? Carrie Underwood doing Sound of Music? Carrie Underwood did Sound of Music. Right. The production quality for those musicals is so low. It's really difficult to do a like a live TV event like that and make it compelling. Right. And if the production value is so low and your audiences can see that in the previews, it doesn't it doesn't make me inclined to want to tune in right. ever. 
But looking at these promo photos of the Wiz, it seems like the costumes look really good. And that, cause that's all you really get to see. They haven't actually, well, it's live. So obviously they haven't shot anything, but, uh, in terms of the costuming, it looks, uh, like they've kind of added a little bit more money to the budget. And so it kind of piques my interest a little know. bit, I think you know, just added money to the Photoshop budget. Maybe you're right. But I'm really curious. I mean, David Allen Greer is going to be in it as the lion and then because you know i really have to see david allen greer after his turn in dancing with the stars and he was doing those high kicks oh i think he pulled a couple hamstrings <laughs> uh with that one but so david allen greer is going to be in it neo is going to be in it as the tin man yes. um and i don't know who the scarecrow the scarecrow is, is uh, this guy elijah kelly who was um did you ever see hairspray uh adam shankman's hairspray a few years ago with michelle pfeiffer and john travolta um, he mm-hmm. was Amanda Bynes, like love interest, the black guy love interest. Once you go back, you go, well, her, her career <laughs> is, is gone. <laughs> so Elijah Kelly yeah, is so in Elijah it. Kelly is in it. Neo, <laughs> uh, newcomer Shanice, something or other, you know, when they first announced that Shanice was going to be doing it, I screamed so hard. I thought it was, I love your smile, Shanice. And I was so excited. Well, unfortunately, she's not. Not at all. <laughs> going to be in it. No. There's another young lady by the name of Shanice that plays the title or the the lead role of Dor- Dorothy. Queen Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah as the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Yeah, and I think that um, the young lady from Orange is the New Black is going to be in Aduba. it. Crazy Eyes. Uzo Aduba is going to be the good mm-hmm. witch. Mary J. And Blige finally, is going to be the witch. Mary J. No More Drama Blige is going to be the Wicked Witch of the yes. West. How do you feel? I don't know. Okay, every time I've seen Mary uh, in a role where she's acting, not her strong suit. I'm hoping for a turnaround, though, uh, on The Wiz. She's going to say crispy chicken, fresh lettuce. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm still trying to forget. Every time I see Mary J. Blige not singing on an album, I'm just wondering what her tax situation is. It's like, mm, how many more checks does that, she need to get back to good? Oh, that that crispy chicken. That was a Burger King commercial, yes, right? Oh, that's really when it all fall, fell apart. Yeah. Well, hopefully this is going to be her um, chicken rising from the ashes moment. <laughs> Uh-huh. KF Phoenix. She'll be at, <laughs> she's a KF Phoenix. Hopefully she'll be able to come back from this. I mean, I have high hopes for for Mary. I think that um it, she could turn it around. She could be a pretty fierce. Yeah, fierce it could be age. okay. And honestly, um I don't think any of us wants to live in a world where Mary J. Blige isn't struggling somehow because that's sort of her identity. As long as she's always working through something, I always have hope that it it, it can be good. A couple other treats as far as this whiz goes. Amber Riley is going to be in it. Really? What She's is she going to play? play another good witch, like off to the sideline. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There was another good yeah. witch, or they're just. This I, is don't, the- I don't. I don't remember the original story that well. They're like she's the good witch from the northeast. Yeah, exactly. She's oh, you know she's going to be the good witch from the northwest. They're going to throw like a like a. A contemporary uh, pop cultural reference yeah. in there. Yeah. Actually, they're gonna like there, there's gonna be some more stunt casting. They're gonna they're gonna cast Northwest in the role of like 
a munchkin or something like that. <laughs> That's a flying monkey. Oh. Yeah. Not a flying monkey, a, l- a little munchkin. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, well, there is some more stunt casting as well, because Stephanie Mills, the original Dorothy, is going to play um, Auntie M. Wow. Now, that's that's kind of yeah, cool. That's cool. I'll be glad to see that. So maybe I will tune into yeah. this. Not the whole thing, yeah, I but think like you know, a third of it. I'm, yeah, I'm on board to definitely tune in when it, you know, at the opening. And if it's good, I'll keep watching. It's it's nice to kind of have sort of those um, holiday events and you can, you know, gather around the television with the family because there aren't that many television events like that. Yeah. I mean, if there isn't like a Beyonce concert event somewhere on network TV, I guess this is the next best thing. Hey, so did you see Oprah on late night with Colbert? Um, I saw a clip of that. Yes. They spoke about Bible verses. Oh, they got spiritual. Of course. It's funny. Like I was just watching the clip and she's got very big, big curls and she's kind of maintained this do for, I want to say at least five years now. I, I think I can actually pinpoint oh, her inspiration and the beginning of, of this hair journey for Oprah. And I think it was when Halle Berry was promoting Catwoman <laughs> back in 2007. <laughs> and she had her curly ringlets on the Oprah Winfrey right. show. And she was, do you remember when she was on there and she was doing a demonstration yeah, with the whip? Yeah, doing whip cracks. He was cracking the whips, and I think there was a there was a part of the show where <laughs> Oprah was like, just you know, kind of like gushing over how beautiful Hallie's hair was, and Hallie was her inspiration for that hair. I've never time. had a harder side eye for Halle Berry than when she grew her hair out like that and told everybody it was her natural Why? hair. Because I, I don't believe it. Yeah, she had a she Full went from curls. pixie, yeah, to uh, you know, she went from pixie to share. With no explanation. No explanation at all. She's like, this is natural. <laughs> you know, I've just been taking my uh, my prenatal vitamins. Tresemme. Yeah. Well, she's got she's got a lot of other issues on on, on her on her plate right now. You know, her her show on CBS, Extant, has gotten the boot after two. Did seasons. anybody know that it had come back for a second season? Maybe just us. But yeah, so I got the boot. I was actually surprised that it hadn't gotten canceled after the first season, but I'm sure that there was some sort of deal in place where Hallie was like, look, I'm a really big star. You can't play me out and cancel after the first season. So I'm sure there was like a, at least a two season deal because she had to save face. Like, I, you know, you know you I can't. guess so. I just don't understand because Halle Berry is a movie star. She doesn't need to do true. television. If she wanted to do a, a TV event, I thought that Extant was perfect. I watched it first season. It was perfectly fine. It was good for CBS. If they had sort of promoted it and treated it as like a limited run special summer event series that was only ever going to be one season, she wouldn't have this embarrassment of having a canceled TV series in the second season. It could have just been like a one-and-done, one-off project that she did with Steven Spielberg. That's got prestige to it. It could have been, but I think that, you know, if you look at her IMDb, Allie hasn't had many roles. Like, her her her, her resume post... I mean, her resume post... Yeah, well, post Catwoman has been very, very, very thin. So, uh, sisters got to make some sort of money, right? So... I don't know. She she probably wanted this to be her, 
you know, she wanted this to be her scandal, her how to get away with murder. And it just didn't really work out you that think way. Because so? TV is a grueling schedule. I, think- I can't imagine that anybody, especially a movie star, be, filming a movie mm-hmm. is such like a slow boat process. You go somewhere on location, right. you film for like, you know, a month or whatever. You get your few days in and then it takes a whole year for them to edit it and you got to promote it and send it like you don't really have to do much i think the the biggest probably drawback for her is having to go somewhere and be on location and away from her family exactly she's the mom she can't go you know she can't like travel all around the world and and shoot movies so this was probably something that was really convenient for her schedule it makes sense it makes sense but i don't know i guess it just wasn't the right vehicle for her and she's never really done anything like side by like that was uh, well mm-hmm. uh, i guess her turn in x-men but you know the I, I i've always thought as do i think many people that she was not a good fit to play storm i mean come I'd on i still support her as storm she was not the best uh, Storm, and I've, I've been on record before because not. Halle berry is not the best actress unless she's struggling and she could not maintain okay like she had like a broken like like jamaican accent in, in the first X-Men, <laughs> and then they were just like, you know what, give it up, Hallie. <sighs> the wig game was off. The, I mean, you know, I don't know. As a big Storm stan, I was disappointed. Because you know that Iman should have been Storm. Iman would have been a good Storm. She would have been a great Storm. Have you ever watched Iman on HSN or, or QVC or whatever network she's on, like, promoting her goods? Because you know she has, like, Iman Global Collection yes. on HSN. I mean, she basically is it, Storm. She is Storm. Yeah. She needs to pop a, a like a, a completely snow white lace front on. Yeah. So when they do the the X Men where they flash forward to the future, when they do like an X Men Golden Girls series or right. something with all the retired superheroes, I'll be there for that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy that ticket. Well, apparently since um, Hallie's uh, X Men has been canceled, they still have locked her into her production deal. And I guess she's going to be executive or co-executive producing um, some uh, legal drama that's going to be on CBS. See, I didn't so, know that, but I was thinking about Tally Berry TV projects, and I was like, she needs to be in some sort of legal show. She needs to, she be, needs a to be a lawyer. I would buy that. Um, I was like, can't she just guest yeah. star on like The Good Wife or on How to Get Away with Murder? She should do like some high-profile guest work on TV if she wants to dabble yeah. into television. Well, you know. Speaking of sort of supernatural sci-fi shows on CBS, I think the countdown, I think it's next week, Supergirl will premiere on CBS. I've got a lot of high hopes for this. I'm concerned because you know that I have a very horrible reputation for falling in love with uh, new fall TV shows. You have a cursed finger. It's basically like the kiss of death, and then they immediately get canceled. And I'm hoping that this uh, this Supergirl doesn't uh, share the same fate as, okay, the Black Donnellys. Right. Uh, what was that one with Vanessa Williams after De- uh, after Desperate Housewives? Like 666 Park right. Avenue. Right. I was excited about that. That definitely got the act. Uh, the list goes on, on and on. on. So maybe, yeah, so, the, the list of shows you've loved and killed. Maybe you should hold off until after the new year <laughs> before you watch Supergirl. Yeah. I hate this yeah. show. I don't ever want to see it. It looks very much sort of in the in the spirit of um, Lois and Clark. It looks like fun and lighthearted. It's a departure for like these DC comic superhero projects, which so far have been really dark ever since Chris Nolan got his hands on the the Batman franchise and and breathed life into right. them once more. 
it seems like DC thinks everything they have to do is is got to be dark. Like Gotham is so dark. This has a lightness to it. I'm pretty excited for. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The last time they tried to do a female um, female superhero drama, it was that David E. Kelly Wonder Woman oh, pilot. No. Remember yes. that? And remember the costume? So people wrong. were people were up in arms about right. that. They were just so angry. I wish they had done that with Michelle Pfeiffer as Wonder Woman. That would have been a very interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, it couldn't have been worse than what they had going. Well, who was? Do you remember who the 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 lead was nope, on that? Sure don't. I want to say Minka Kelly, but that's not right. Oh yeah, she was she was busy doing a, a to be canceled Charlie's Angels series. Oh, see, that was another <laughs> one I was really excited <laughs> you, about, and it got you canceled. That one. Oh, I killed that one too. Damn it, man. Oh well, I'm really hope. Well, I'm. I'll just keep my mouth shut about it. But everybody tune into Supergirl and see how it is. <laughs> Who else is in it? I think, um, oh, um, what's his name? Akkad Brooks is in oh, it, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. As Black Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> just turning everything on its head there over at Supergirl. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be good. Issa Rae is finally getting her show. Yeah, I read about that. That's exciting. This is going to kind of be the counterpoint to girls, yeah, maybe? Yeah, great. It's going to be a great moment for awkward black girls. Um, her show finally yeah. got picked up to series. It's been in limbo for like maybe two two or three years. They've had that thing in development. Yeah, it's kind of been floating around for a second. But how cool is it that, you know, a young African-American woman can make a YouTube series and then three years later get a, a comedy on HBO? That's pretty awesome. It's basically Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, which was her YouTube series. And it's going to be, like you said, perfect counterpoint to girls, which gets a lot of criticism from people like you and me for its superfluous whiteness. Mm -hmm. So this will be good. And also, um, Melina uh, Matsokas is directing the pilot, which is really awesome because Melina is really known for her super stylized videos. She's done a ton of Beyonce videos. I think she also shot Snoop Dogg's Sensual Seduction, which is like one of my favorite <laughs> music videos ever. So I'm really hoping that, you know, it's going to have a, a cool stylized look to it. Um, yeah, I mean, three cheers yeah, all around. Three cheers for diversity on television. Huzzah. Hopefully it's good. I'm a little upset that we um, shall see. Uh, Getting On is getting canceled because that is a le- legitimately good, funny show. It's one of the best shows on TV. That's getting canceled. But hopefully this will take its place in the sort of comedy lineup over at HBO. and It'll be a worthy successor. Well, speaking of other cancellations, did you read that Top Model oh. is being canceled after 25 million seasons? And like 8 million horrible hair weaves. Right. That's the real reason it's, it's being canceled. Finally, I was like, I can't reinvent this wig anymore. Right. Well, she's probably gotten like a lot of lawsuits by former contestants who are basically bald now because of the bad hair makeovers. Utterly ageless. Yeah. Well, I I can't remember. I I have to admit, I did tune in for the the first season where they introduced guys onto the series, and it basically is just devolved devolved into kind of like a real world house situation. Like no one was even modeling. Like no one even. I mean, there were barely any photo shoots. It was more like you know the contestants making out in like the the phone booth confessional and crying, and a lot of like throwing glasses. Like there was there was no modeling to be had. Right. 
like in season 20. Yeah. It's like, no, what? Basically, it was like you bring in a bunch of skinny t- slash weird looking kids. Um, you give them makeovers they didn't ask for and that they hate. And then you watch them cry about it for 13 episodes. For 13 episodes. Yep. So, I mean, it is kind of the end of an era. But, uh, you know, well, Tyra's got fab life. So she's she's still got a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, there are like a lot 50 of the other global versions of America's Next Top Model. That I'm sure. She oh gets yeah, and paid she's totally for. casting she's it on fun. that. She's like, mm. but she's got that Harvard yeah. Business School education now. She's no fool. She's like, I'll let this go, but keep the checks coming. Oh right, she she's got a a, a Ph MBA. Yeah. She went she to the Harvard, Harvard online Harvard school. Technical School. I remember when she went on to like every talk show imaginable and basically promoted the idea that she had went to the real Harvard Business yeah. School. Until then, she got caught out there, and they were like, actually, no, this was a certificate program. Uh, you signed up online, and your assistant actually took the classes. So she's like, gotta go, bye. Well, that's too bad. The show that taught us to smize and to find our light going away. And, and, and toots our booties. It's, you know, <laughs> the final booty toots will be in a couple weeks. So if you want your top model fix, everyone should go and check out the final episodes yeah. there there was some really good moments so remember that time where she like just totally flipped out on oh, that girl and yes. she was like we were all rooting for you and her like lace front wig was about like sliding off because she was so angry <laughs> yeah. at this one girl yeah. i have never in my life yelled at a girl like this when my mother yells at this it's because she loves me i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you how dare you Learn something from this. When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself. Because nobody's going to take responsibility so, for you. There, there, were, there were some definitely great television moments there. But, you know, Tyra is the queen of television moments. And this is the woman who actually announced to her television studio audience that she had a fear of dolphins. <laughs> Do you remember that? I'm, I'm hoping that she relives some of those fears uh, on Fab Life. Another new show coming this I think well, it's not coming this fall, but it's being shopped around. It's this new project with Brian Murphy and Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, oh they're boy, hoping to do a TV show where she's singing again because Gwyneth Paltrow loves to swerve outside of her lane. Oh, she loves it when we're cruising together. <laughs> and then she—that's like the only thing I remember of, of Gwyneth. What was that called? Duets. Duets yeah, and I feel like that song plays on the radio. I feel like when I'm coasting Coast FM in the afternoon. Swear that I hear a Gwyneth Paltrow duet like two or three times a day. Oh, that makes me want to coast right off the road. And remember when she performed with CeeLo Green at the Grammys because she's like, I'm a pop star now. That's right. And she got up on the piano and like stomped it out in those weird looking high heels. Like the the high heels that were made, those like Lego, <laughs> Lego high heels. Wasn't that something that I'm not making that up, right? That was real I life. I picture them. All I can remember is that CeeLo Green was wearing like a, a Sesame Street Big Bird outfit. Well, this new show she's doing, she's gearing up to do with Ryan Murphy. Um, she's supposed to play a 40 year old woman who 15 years after recording a hit song, she's broke uh, and then exhausted. And she's also the victim of cat catfishing by her roommate and then her fate changes oh, when she man. gets a call from a record label who's looking to do a super group and then she and two other girls who've each had hits in the 90s um they get together and the group takes off and the the trio becomes this inspiration to women everywhere okay so it's like destiny's grandma it's the boniva three i can't imagine that this won't be picked up because basically ryan murphy has the keys to you know to fox 
and everything that he pitches goes right straight to television. Exactly. So yeah. I guess we can expect to see Gwyneth next year. Definitely on the show. expect to at least see a pilot. What's interesting though is that this was uh, this concept was originally a project over at Sony that was gonna be a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. Guess who the other two attached um, to the project were? Reese Witherspoon, of course, and. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Jennifer know. Hudson. Uh, that would <laughs> was, was I right? You about were Reese right about Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Cameron Diaz were supposed to be the other two. Uh, okay. So, but when I'm trying to think of when the last time we've movie. had, when's the last time we've, I mean, this doesn't really seem uh, like at all believable. When's the last time we've had an, an all white female girl group ever? Um, See, I would have kind of been on board. Oh, mm, dream. <laughs> dream. Uh-huh. Um, Danity Kane. Mm, no, but there were some sisters in Danity Kane. Oh, Kane. yeah, that's See, true. That's, right. This is not believable for me. Like, I would, I, I would believe, like, a show where, okay, Jennifer Hudson, um, we can throw a Fantasia in there, mm-hmm. too, and Regina King. I would watch okay. that. That's more believable. Like, a, kind of like a semi- autobiographical or not well not even autobiographical but kind of like a destiny's children right. thing i could yeah i could see that 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 would be an interesting sure. show yeah but yeah right this believe, doesn't make but sense when is paltrow in a girl group like no like when's the last time there's actually been i mean you've had tlc you've have had destiny's child most girl groups have had a little ethnic flavor That's true. In there. they've had a little swirl in there Speaking of Destiny's Child, did you see that um, Matthew Knowles wa- did an interview? I think he did a, a radio interview a couple days ago, and it was just he didn't really, you know, offer that much. But he did say that, you know, the names, you know, they had come up with a lot of different names for the group. Yeah. Obviously, we know that um, they were called Girls' Time during their run and subsequent loss on That's Star right. Search. But after Girls' Time, uh, they changed their name to So Fresh. <laughs> and after that, they, they were called Cliché. Which, what? why would you I mean, do that? You know what? That was Mama Tina. And she was like, um, how about Cliché? Because it has like a... An, it's a, got an uh, accent in an it. An accent yeah. on the end, mm-hmm. right? Like Beyonce, Cliché. And everyone, and then someone went straight to the, you know, Webster's and was like, actually, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> um, and then they changed it to Destiny. But um, I guess Destiny was yeah this gospel outfit a gospel group right and then they finally uh, arrived at Destiny's Child and, and the rest is musical history and the rest is all musical history behind yeah. the music um I, and I guess he's he's got this new book he's trying to promote it's called the DNA of Achievers colon ten traits of highly successful professionals which is basically like the Hitchhiker's Guide to Being Beyonce well probably not Beyonce uh-huh. but maybe Kelly or Michelle or more likely Latoya or Latavia Latoya or Farrah Franklin <laughs> the Farrah Frank Franklin success yeah. story good luck to him maybe he should you know what he and Raven Simone's dad should probably go on the road together yeah. And just do like a mega seminar. You know, he also addressed the rumors about doing a Beyonce boot camp because I think in the last couple of weeks we've been hearing that he was he was doing this seminar uh, for two hundred bucks a pop. You could basically take yeah, a crash course. In now was that how true? To be like Beyonce, uh, it's not true. He says it's it's actually not a Beyonce boot camp, although it should. Damn be. it! He said it's actually a seminar about being in the entertainment industry. Uh, it doesn't cost two hundred dollars. It actually costs fifteen hundred dollars. 
Um, but he has to put Beyonce in the title for SEO reasons so that it pops up when oh, people man. Google Beyonce. His boot camp. See, I'm up. really bummed out because I thought I was going to be able to throw on my high heels and he would like bark at me while I ran on the treadmill yes. and sang. And honestly, that's a really good idea. If it's not true, it should be true because people would sign up. Like, who would we sign up for that? Definitely Ciara, right. like Carrie Hilson. Yep, get them all in there. Selena and Demi. Jesse J. Right, get them all the Beyonce bootcamp. Well, I'm sure we're going to get like little slithers of that type of bootcamp situation because I think that Kelly Rowland is attached to a new reality series looking for the next big girl group on BET. Oh, really? And you better best believe that there's going to be some sort of crazy running in high heels on a treadmill challenge. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of rolled ankles. A lot of hammer toes. Yeah. And he says he's still the manager of Destiny's Child because he owns the trademark and that he was a co-writer of Survivor, so he's still getting those publishing checks. But I haven't heard that song anywhere. I feel like... I yeah, haven't heard it in a did, long time. I think Beyonce definitely controls like the licensing rights. And she's like, nobody play that song anywhere because I don't want that guy to see a dime. It's not so Survivor. he better start a Destiny's Child boot camp and start acting like he's too good for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it, it's in his best interest to get that going. You know what else makes me really That's happy? Bad. I just saw Britney Spears is back. I'm just going to say it. I mean, no one's actually really said it. But I think that she's back. She's really on her boom cat one, two, yeah. threes. She's really nailing this choreography again because a couple years ago, really, you know, she was struggling. Yeah, she was in yeah. like this ambient haze. Not yeah. really making it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just recently I just saw it yesterday and she's – kind of hitting it in like a boom cat about 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 ha ha <laughs> she is she's got her body back she's getting those steps in i would pay to see that show i'm kind of interested i want to go to vegas and check I wouldn't that show pay out too now much to see it but i would see it i think it just got extended I, I, yeah i think she's gonna be there for like another year and that's so. really the best so thing maybe for her she doesn't need to be on the road she doesn't need to be putting out new music she just needs to be doing the hits in a controlled environment that, and that's, that's good. how she stays successful yeah, that that will be her her recipe for success, I think yeah. for sure. And she can release a little little buzz single here and there, exactly. you know, and a little, a little bit of fanfare. But yeah, I think that um, this is a good thing for old Brit Brit. I'm glad she's she's kind of making making her way back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see her successful. I don't know if we're ready to see her um, released from that conservatorship. I don't want to see her dad take his hands off yeah. the just yet, but. But she looks happy too. Every time I see her, she's like in a in a good space, and yeah, yeah. yay! I feel like everything that we talk about, every topic, we're like, yay! Anyway, <laughs> we. Well, I mean, in all honesty, there hasn't really been much happening. Did you watch the View? I did, and I. <laughs> I feel like Listen. we always have a lot to say about Raven Simone. I know, and I just want to leave her alone. I want, well, number one, I want her to get a debate coach. Mm-hmm. I want her to read the New York Times every morning so she can be up on her issues and yeah. events. That's all I really want. I just really want, want someone to give her, like, just a headlines coach, like a news tutor. It's just a little bit of media training. Please, please inform her. Just give her, drop some knowledge on her. Someone who's not her mother. Someone who's not her mom, because every every single sentence starts with, my mama always said. Right. And that's good, but I need you to have 
sort of your own opinions. Mm-hmm. I need you to have a little bit, I need you to bring a little bit more to the table. Okay, so she was on The View and Ann Coulter was a guest. And basically, she, you know, confronts Anne and asks her basically sort of something about like why she can't just be nice to people. I have a question. But can I the interrupt you for two the, seconds, yeah, please? The poor I, have, being... I have a question. My mom taught me when I was younger, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And why do you think that it's important? Big idiot. And Ann Coulter, of course. Yeah, and they were like, you go, yeah, girl. You said it. That's right. I think Padma Lakshmi was also on there and she blew her a kiss at the moment she said that. She was like, you know what? Your mama taught you right. But it's like, you're a 30-year-old woman. Stop telling people what your mama taught you to do. And then Anne comes back and really just reads her for filth. And she says, I'm at least talking about policy. You have a position on what people's names should be. Watermelondria. I mean, you'll insult people for their names. I'm talking about a government policy that affects all Americans and immigrants and the people living here and is harming our country. So are you? So you don't follow it. Are you against? Okay. Yeah, she really just dragged Raven through the mud. She was on there talking her nonsense. This Ann Coulter, a famous like media troll. Um, So she's on there. She's got a new book basically called Adios America, the Taco Bellening of America or something like that. Um, And everyone on the table is just dogpiling on Ann Coulter. And she's sort of back on her heels. Yeah, it's like an Ann Coulter uh, beatdown Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I guess you got to get candid to Ann Coulter because she keeps throwing herself into the the fire. Because she's not going to go on The View and have a sympathetic audience. People are going to, like, rip her apart. She's basically a straw man at the table. But not even Raven can get in a punch. Like, that should be the easiest target in the world to, you know, uh, to to get in a good one and falter on The View. Uh, And she doesn't because Ann Coulter zings her in this way that makes her likable almost. Right. I mean, she basically TKOs Raven with a Mike Tyson punch out. And Raven just can't, she can't recover. Like Raven she just doesn't like, even have a uh, She's like, uh, uh, never mind. Okay. Oh, but the look that she gives Anne, though, when she says watermelon, Rhea, <laughs> like, you can feel the burn. You can feel the burn. Damn it, Raven. Maybe we can get Tyra Banks to scare her straight so she finally takes Hot Topics seriously. You've been listening to This Dumb It with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, tweet us at This Dummy Tweets. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.